Chase Elliott, NASCAR's most popular driver, is back on track, but he faces a long, difficult road ahead if he's to win a second Cup Series championship this season. Hi, I'm Dennis Krause, and this is Motorsports Minute Plus. Chase Elliott returned to NASCAR's Cup Series at Martinsville Speedway last weekend. The 2020 Series champ was forced to miss six races after suffering a left leg injury while snowboarding in Colorado in early March. Before his return at Martinsville, where he finished 10th after struggling with an ill-handling car for much of the day, Elliott detailed the extent of his injuries in rehabilitation. Yeah, no, I just had a obviously had surgery on my, on my tibia, uh, in, in a couple different places. Um, I have a few screws in, in my, uh, in the top of my tibia there. It's really more, I guess, knee located than, than it is lower leg. Um, yeah, rehab has been, um, I guess pretty standard for that type of injury. It's a very, it's not an uncommon injury, um, by, by any means. And certainly could have been a lot worse, uh, fortunately there were no, you know, no ACL tear or, or meniscus or any of that. So that was all very positive and, and could have, like I said, could have been a lot worse. So, um, no, you know, unless I, unless I injure it or, you know, hurt it again, um, no, there, there shouldn't be any, any lingering surgeries to have to remove any of that stuff or, or, um, or any of that. Elliot has been snowboarding for much of his life, and in the moments just after the accident near his family's home in Vail, he knew it was serious and that he needed to let team owner Rick Hendrick and crew chief Alan Gustafson know what happened. It wasn't a conversation he was looking forward to having. I don't get uh, super up or, or super down for the most part, um, but, you know, I kind of called it like I saw it. I knew... I knew when I got hurt that uh, it was not good, and I knew that pretty pretty quickly. So I knew that those conversations were inevitably uh, going to happen in the next couple of hours. Um, I didn't want to have those conversations for sure, but but it was you know just something that had to be done, and and I was just I was just super honest and straight up with everyone. You know, I told Alan exactly what was going on. I told Rick exactly what was going on. I said, Hey, this is what happened. This is what I'm dealing with. You know, I talked to both of them while I was in the ER and, uh, you know, I said, Hey, I don't have all the answers yet, but I don't think this is good. And I think you need to be looking at getting, you know, getting somebody to fill in this weekend because I really don't think I'm going to be able to get to Vegas by in the morning. And I don't know that I'm going to be able to drive. Um, but I'll, I'll let you know, obviously, as soon as I get x-rays back and get information, you know, I'll share. And I, and I did, and it was, um, it was very transparent. It was not anything, you know, I, I tried not to be dramatic about it. I just told him like it was. And, uh, you know, I, I knew, uh, I knew my knee was messed up. Um, I can't say I ever had the thought of not walking again. I, I didn't think it was that severe. I mean, I think it could have been a lot worse. Um, but I certainly knew that it, it wasn't right and that it was going to probably take surgery and to what extent it was. Um, obviously I didn't know at that point in time and was just hoping for the best, but whatever it was going to be, it was going to be, it was done at that point. Right. So, uh, I was more just thinking about, you know, take tackling what it was and, and doing what the doctors told me to do to get back 
to uh, get back to 100% as soon as I could. Instead of having his surgery performed by the Hendrick Motorsports team doctor at Ortho Carolina, Elliot decided to remain in Colorado for the procedure and rehab for a month before returning to his home in Georgia. I mean, obviously, I, I work with the Ortho Carolina guys through HMS, and and they've been uh, you know open to helping as much or as little as I need. Uh, fortunately, I just I, I was in a I was in a place where I thought that uh, the you know the Stedman Clinic out there in, in Colorado is a is a very well known orthopedic um, surgery center, and uh, had had been aware of some other athletes in different disciplines having surgeries there and even traveling there to get the surgery done. Um, so, a combination of that. Uh, a combination of, you know, some, some local folks in the area that I personally know and, and just building that confidence and knowing that that was the right place. And I think some of it too, is just kind of a feeling like it was just, to me, it was the right place. It was, um, you know, obviously you don't ever want to have that happen, but to have it, have it happen and have access to a facility like that, I thought was, uh, you know, very, very grateful for that. So it just felt like the right place for me. And and at the time I thought that that was going to be, you know, not only as good of a, a location to get the surgery done. Um, but then I thought the rehab center and how closely they work with the clinic. Um, I thought that was going to be my quickest, quickest road back and, and, uh, the best road back for my long-term health too. So, uh, all those decisions were made with my own, you know, by me with my health in mind and, and what I felt like was going to be the best thing for me now and, and down the road. So uh, part of it, you know, was professional. Part of it was just that personal feeling and what you think is right. Having been non-weight bearing for a number of weeks, Elliot knows he's not back in race shape, at least not yet, but he's been working on it. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it so far and in, in my process is, uh, you know, I've been focused on upper body, right. You know, my arms are fine. Um, and, and my core is fine and things like that. Uh, but you know, from a, from a PT standpoint, it's been just trying to get that range of motion back, you know, back in your knee. That's a very common thing with that injury, getting your quad to fire, getting your patella to move and, and, and get that stuff back going. It's, uh, I've never had a surgery, so it's been pretty eye opening just to how, uh, how some of that stuff works and how your body reacts to, to being cut on. Um, it was not, not super fun. So yeah, just, uh, just going at their guidance, honestly. And, and I've had, uh, had a great group, man. I've, I've got to know some of these guys and, um, you know, certainly can call, call a couple of them friends now. And, and, uh, it's been, you know, obviously not fun, but looking back on it, I think, you know, those, uh, th those relationships that, that you gain over the years will, um, you know, be something that you respect and, and appreciate down the road. During his time out of the car, Elliot reached out to fellow Cup Series driver Kyle Busch. Back in 2015, Bush was injured in the season-opening Xfinity Series race at Daytona International Speedway. After missing 11 races to start the year, Bush returned to the series, made the playoffs, and won his first Cup Series title. Even though their injuries were different, Elliot thought Bush's insights and opinions would be valuable. Yeah, I talked to Kyle Bush um, a good bit through, uh, you know, through that. We've we've texted back and forth some, and you know, just kind of quizzing him. Which his injury was was much different than mine, and and way worse uh, too. I think um, I think was a good bit worse. They were just different, but um, but I do think his was worse, and 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 the break and and things. 
But uh, yeah, just kind of quizzing him on, you know, what, you know, we, you know, we worked with different doctors, right? So just kind of quizzing him on what his guys were telling him and comparing that with what I'm being told and, and uh, just gathering information for my, for myself personally, and just to understand kind of what he went through that rehab process, how he felt when he was getting back in the car, you know, what things he was looking for, what was comfortable, what wasn't, um, if anything, you know, and, and just, uh, just kind of talk through as much of that as I can, just to gather info. Uh, like I said, very different injuries, but always good to get a second, um, you know, opinion on, on a somewhat similar situation. While it didn't drive him crazy to sit out and watch replacement drivers Josh Berry and Jordan Taylor race his car, Elliot admitted it did feel odd in the beginning. You know, I'm not going to lie to watch, you know, watch your car go around the track and, and have your name on it and, uh, and watch, you know, your guys and everybody there and, and you're the only piece missing, um, you know, of what, you know, what was normal. So that there was certainly an aspect that was definitely strange. Um, I, that became more normal. I guess you kind of got over that a little bit as time went on. Um, but yeah, you know, that, I think that's just something that, that seeing that for the first time was a bit weird, but it definitely got, I got used to that over, over the course of the last six weeks. Um, but I think Josh has done a, done a really good job. I thought Jordan did a great job. Um, and, and those are really tough things to, to jump in there and have to fill in like that and do it on short notice, like all the above, like that's difficult and, uh, probably more difficult than people give them credit for. But, um, I hope that, you know, I'm not sure what Josh's future plans are or what he has in the works behind the scenes, but, you know, I, I would assume that he wants to go cup racing one day. Um, you know, if the opportunity and the right opportunity presents itself, you know, he's, uh, he's done a great job with the opportunities that he's had at JRM. And I thought he did a great, you know, great job with the opportunity he had to, to drive, uh, with our group. And, um, you know, I, I told him, I asked him how one of the races went and he said, man, he said, those guys are so good. I said, I've been trying to tell everybody that for eight years, you know, how good they are. And, and I don't do anything special. I just have a really good team. And uh, I, I said, I've been trying to tell everybody that for a long time and nobody listened. So I'm glad to see that somebody else gets to witness that firsthand. And um, it, it's been a pleasure working with him. And, and I hope that if he has something in the works or if he has aspirations down the road to go cup racing, I hope that that, uh, you know, those solid runs that he had helps propel him and, and gets him the opportunity that he deserves. As he's gotten back in the car, Elliot says his Hendrick Motorsports crew really hasn't had to change anything with his seating position to make it safer or more comfortable for him. Really, the way that you sit in the car um, and kind of the way I like to sit, I guess, as it revolves around my leg and my knee, all that stuff is really stable and um kind of tightly packed in there between the, the seat, the leg board, uh, the knee knocker, like all, all those things really already have your left leg pretty tight anyway. Um, so if I was going to change anything, I would really want that. And, and that was something the doctors and I talked about too, you know, kind of coming back in, I think that's a really positive thing and, and um, that that was already the case. So I, I feel like things were already like, I would want them if, uh, if they weren't. So Yeah. Nothing really special uh, from the interior standpoint um, that, that we worked on this week. I, I felt good about 
just where I had it previously. Competition-wise, does Elliot expect to come back and not miss a beat or give himself a bit of a grace period as he gets back up to speed? Yeah, I mean, a, I, I don't really have the answer to that, honestly. And uh, But, and you know, I, I think it's going to be tough. Anytime you miss a period and, and your competitors are sharpening your skills and or their skills and you're not, yeah, I do think that that, that that's uh, you've missed out for sure. Um, the good news is, you know, our team is is really talented and, and we got a great group. So um, I, I think if we have our ducks in a row and, and we're prepared, I think we can go and, and jump in and have a really solid run. And, um, you know, that's obviously my goal. And, you know, we'll just have to get up there and see what the challenges are, what they bring and and uh, whatever it is, we're going to work through it. And, and, and continue to fight and, and make the most of the weeks to come. And you know, we're going to have, what, about 17 races or so, 16, 17 races, something like that, to get a win. So got plenty of time. Just got to gotta get after it and, and um, execute at a high level. And I think we're very capable of doing that. Now comes the hard part for Elliott. Making NASCAR's Cup Series playoffs on points isn't really an option at this time. If Elliott's going to make the playoffs, he's going to need to win a race or two. Will that change how he approaches each race in what's left of the regular season? Yeah, I haven't even looked at the points. I have no idea how far back we are, but I would. I mean, I just assume that that wasn't even possible. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I think for us, we you know we're in a position where we're going to have to win. That, that's at least how I'm looking at it. How I've been thinking about it, you know, ever since this happened, I figured you miss a few weeks and, and you're, you're pretty much going to have to win. So, um, yeah, that, that's how I'm looking at it. I don't think I really changed my approach. Does that change how we call races from a strategic standpoint? Yeah. You know, it probably does. Um, but does it change how I, how I drive or how I set, you know, how I want the car to be set up for the weekend? No. I mean, I think we're always, we're always out there trying to win events, but I certainly think it can change your, um, it can change your, your, play as far as a, a particular race day you know we see guys you know shorten stages to try to get the win or you know whatever going for points so obviously we don't need to go for points so anytime you have the decisions to make the decision is going to be very easy you play the long game and, and try to win the event even after going through the injury the surgery and rehab don't expect Elliot to reevaluate how he approaches extracurricular activities during the racing season for Elliot, being active and enjoying life away from the track is just part of who he is. Yeah, I mean, I think it is uh, for me. You know, I, I feel like you have to you have to enjoy your your life and and go and and do things that um, are a uh, I don't want to say a distraction, but you know, like a a nice escape from from this every week. You know, the, there's a lot that goes into the racing thing and. I think you have to have that, that way to escape and, and let your mind rest a little bit. Um, you know, look, the, the, the accident could have happened tripping down stairs or on a jog or, you know, anything. And, you know, sn snowboarding is something that I've been doing for a long time. One, um, I'm comfortable doing it. I wasn't out doing anything that was, wild or crazy. I don't have a cool story to tell. It was just that perfect storm that, that could have happened at any point in time, honestly. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's one of those things that I've used as a training tool over the years as well. No different than riding bikes or any of the above. So, 
Um, I, I just, I think it's a bit, um, I, I just, I don't agree with that viewpoint of, well, you shouldn't have been doing this or you shouldn't have been doing that. I feel like I make decisions with, with my career in mind first. And I always have, and, um, this was no different. It was just a perfect storm and, and an unfortunate accident. For Elliot and his many fans, the perfect ending to the perfect storm would have him back in the championship mix at the end of the season. As always, thank you for your time. I'm Dennis Krause, and this is Motorsports Minute Plus.